Bishop Matthew Adiaminsa is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place in the topic for um, the sermon this morning is how to honor your pastor according to the word. Well, that means according to the word of God. According to the word of God. We have situations that there have been abuses in um, the house of God. That should be acknowledge sometimes uh, people go to a stream to do certain things in the name of honor. Amen. Amen. And that is why according to the word Amen. Amen. Because we hear so many negative things. Um, I'm privileged to so many complaints from other sources about behavior of pastors in the name of honor. Amen. Amen. Honoring the man of God should not go beyond what the word of God says. Um, it, it, and don't allow certain things. But because of certain things, um, uh, honoring pastors these days have become a different subject. But the word of God says that everything shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. So what God's word says, no matter the attitude or behavior of some passes on social media that or in the print media, it cannot cancel what God's word says. Because the word of God is forever. 
God wants pastors to be honored. First Thessalonians 5:12. Thessalonians 5:12. He said, and we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. Verse 13, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Esteem them very highly in love. So if, if, if you're a church member and you are honoring me or you esteem me too high, it is because of the work I do. And so you honor the pastor and, and look here, the Bible says those who work hard. Not that anybody, a pastor, I'm a pastor, I'm a pastor, going about with a briefcase, I'm a pastor, I'm a pastor, and then you have to honor. The Bible says, honor those who work hard. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When we were in Nigeria, there, there was this case. A, past, a, a, a pastor was once passing by a certain place. Um, he was a stranger. But he had a tag here. That um, a pastor. So one woman took her, uh, took him in, and really took good care of. Got, got a, a place to sleep. You know, the family didn't have much, but as an owner, they have to get that money around, buy milo buy bread. You know, they were using some local soap, but they had to buy lots. You know, those days lots was very expensive. So, and buy some other things, including, you know, fresh towel, everything. And the man of God really, the supposed man of God really enjoyed. The first day, second day, three days. Oh, when are you going? And I will call that bay. Amen. Amen. Now for two weeks the pastor was still hanging around. 
Amen. Amen. And they are honoring him. But it was a burden. It was a burden on them. That should not be the case. Hallelujah. Amen. We honor them according to the word. But pastors also must be sensitive to that. So the Bible is saying, honor those who work hard. It's not anybody who just walk around, I'm a pastor, I'm a pastor, then you, you honor. Amen. Amen. In First Timothy 5. Timothy 5, 17. Timothy Let the elders. You know, in those days, there weren't many pastors. So most of the churches were being pastored by elders. So the elders here is also means pastors. Who rule well, be counted worthy of double honor. Who rule well? That means who um, the the pastor well. So you see, God here is giving condition those who rule well. Amen. Amen. Rule well is to live with you with integrity. Those who rule over you according to God's word. They must be honored double. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Especially those who labor in the word. You know, preaching is the word. And in doctrine, verse 18, for the scripture says, you shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain. And to labor is worthy of his wage. In the days that, um, in the time of Moses, in the time of the Old Testament and the New, they use ox to tread the corn, to grind the corn. You know, the technology of this uh, corn mill wasn't really available. And so they cast two stones round and they put the corn on the second one. There's a hole. They drill a hole inside. And then they put the corn there. Then they put another stone round on the corn. Now, one of the ox goes 
uh, anti-clockwise. And they add out, and as they turn, the, the grinding, which is called the grinding stone, begin to grind the cone. Amen. Amen. But some um, farmers or some owners were so wicked. As the ox treading the corn, sometimes there are some crumbs that force. And when the ox want to eat it, they will beat the ox. So God spoke to the people through Moses. That, so what the owners were doing is they would tie the mouth of the ox while he's treading the corn. So that they will not eat the crumbs. And God said, no, this is wrong. Don't muzzle the mouth. Because the ozzle is using the strength to tread the corn. And then little crumbs, and he is also eating it to get uh, the energy to work. You want to stop it. Amen. Amen. But here, Paul lifted the quotation and he said, was God speaking really about uh, us? He was speaking about pastors. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Put your hands together for the Lord. Now, point number one. See your pastor as a prophet. As your prophet. See your pastor as your prophet. But as a prophet, he may have uh, what we call biological deficiency or a certain weakness. Amen. For instance, Moses, Moses was a stammer. Moses was a stammer. Moses So the Bible said Moses was so humble. I, I, I believe because he wasn't speaking much. You know, when people don't speak much, the usual thing is that oh, he's very humble. Now Moses, Charles have said, "Oh, bread and wine." And so, 
Um, Moses was a stammerer. And even when God called him, he refused. He said, I'm a slow tongue. I can't speak. And Pobre Radi friend, no, or catch you and say, Oh, a radi, mean to win, can say ye, mean you be a me, Cassaye, Papa. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at Exodus 4. Exodus 4. Exodus 4. Verse 10. And 14. Then Moses said to the Lord, Oh, my Lord, I am not eloquent. Neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant. But I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. Verse 14, so the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. And he said, it's not Aaron the Levite your brother. I know that he can speak well. And look, he is also coming out to meet you. When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. 15. Now you shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth. I will be with your mouth and with his mouth, and I will teach you what you shall say. Amen. Amen. supernatural faith to raise the dead and jesus said as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons in this book bishop adamansa whom god has used to raise nine people from the dead shares his experiences and that of other men of god like archbishop benson idahosa Bishop Adiminsah challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiminsah's stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiminsa reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity.
audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. Some of us want to see a pastor as an angel. Amen. Amen. A pastor may not be perfect. There are certain things that maybe not even in speech. Amen. Amen. So most of us want to judge. A pastors by certain context. Amen. Amen. This is a very true story. That was a pastor who had a, a hole in his shoe. Because it's only one. He'd been using all along. Amen. Amen. And when he's preaching, he like demonstrating and the Lord God Almighty and, and the members will look at the hole in the shoe and they will laugh. Uh, uh, members and now and 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 people who whisper, put your shoe down, put your shoe down. Maybe no more. I oh, so for my shoe, no, and confirm. Amen. Amen. Because both of the shoe holds. If you say me, you know, Papa, and me, you know, and one day he was preaching, and and one of the others was switch spring your shoe, your shoe, please, your shoe. Bring it down. Then he said, Hole in my shoe or hole not in my shoe. I will preach the word. Amen. Amen. And the next week, he had about. 12 pairs of shoes. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And so, see your pastor as your prophet. To honor him as your prophet. Because Jesus talked about a prophet reward. The prophet's reward. Now, when Samuel anointed Saul as a king, Samuel Saul Saul did not take care of Samuel. Samuel He did not see Samuel. As a prophet. Well, who Samuel said, for Amen. Amen. But rather, anytime Samuel uh, spoke to him, he thought, I'm the king, I can do my own thing. 
Bribiaras, uh, yes, somewhere in the Becasano. Oh, men are many or here, and me to me, Bibiara. Somewhere was wearing one rope. Now, somewhere, Nekata saw Ayabako. And the day that God sent someone to go and rebook Saul. That Aradisma, somewhere, said Uncle Casole, Nemono. Saul decided to beg. So he had the rope of Samuel. So oh, please, man of God, please. So I said, "Over pain, I'm in the panic. Oh, enti or so on. Enkata so on. As ye, oh, me pauche, me pauche. And then the man of God walked away. And then I'm in the panic train. Oh, and because it was an old rope. And now I'm saying, "Nay, I tell you that enti." It all. And now it's here. Then he said, the kingdom has been taught from you. And as you are here, you know, a pipe, everyone said. So if Saul was buying Samuel a new rope, well, if he was doing that, do you think the rope will have torn? Amen. Amen. Because he was not seeing him as his prophet. He spoke to him, you go and do something different. If you see your pastor as your prophet, you will be obedient. There are people are spoken to their life, giving them directions. They didn't do it. But some also did it. And God rewarded them. Mighty, let's look at Mighty 26. Mighty 26. Verse 75. Jesus said to him, Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you that this night before the rooster crow, you will deny me three times. Amen. Amen. And let's look at verse 75. Jesus has spoken to Peter. That Peter, before the cock crow, you will deny me. Peter, instead of seeing Jesus as his prophet, Petro, and said, oh, what should I do? So what should I do? Or pray for me that such a thing will not come to me. He said, me, Peter, I will never, never. I will never do that. I will never. And there be, there be, there be. Even if all men 
will betray you. I, Peter, I will lead my life. In verse um, 75, and Peter, okay, let's start from 74. Then he began to curse and swear, saying, I do not know the man. Immediately, a roasted crow. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, who has said to him, Before the roaster crows, you will deny me three times. So he went out and wept bitterly. Because he was walking with Jesus, but he took Jesus for granted. That, oh, oh, this thing you are not, it, it will never happen. It will never Instead of asking, what should I do to prevent it? Oh, he's my leader. Oh, Oh, he's, he's one of them. Amen. Amen. And so it came to pass. Hallelujah. Amen. Now turn to me to Matthew 10.41. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. There's difference between the prophet's reward. You know, if you know the person is a prophet, when we say prophet, it's not only those who are carrying the title prophet. But your pastor is your prophet. Turn to somebody and say, your pastor is your prophet. Hallelujah. Amen. The reward, the prophet has nothing, but he has a reward. And so when you give him something, whether a cup of water, he will speak, the reward comes in the word he will speak into your life. May God reward you. May God open doors for you. May God cause your face to shine. That is the prophet's reward. That is a prophet reward. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's a prophet reward. But it comes by after giving a cup of water, giving some blessings of money, blessings of land, blessings of a car, blessings of something. Because 
So the reward of the prophet is with him. It depends on what he would say. And he can speak a word. And doors will be open to you. He can speak. And God will make it happen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And so when you take them for granted. That oh he's my pastor. Oh, oh, my pastor is my friend. Oh, he's my good friend. Oh, I can't even go to his house. Oh, Amen. Amen. I can't even call him on the phone. You, you, you wait. Amen. Amen. You must honor him as a prophet. I have spoken some words into some people's life and they, they think, how can this be? Amen. Amen. But it came to pass. Hallelujah. Amen. May you have understanding to receive the prophet's reward. He's talking of a righteous man. A righteous man may be a member of a church. May be an elder, may be an ordinary person in the church. But his life or her life is very pleasing to God. I was led to Christ by Debra. He taught me the fundamentals of faith. He taught me how to focus in life through the word of God. And when I started this ministry, I visited him one time. I used to go and give him offering. Sometimes make shopping and I'll go and give to him. Amen. Amen. When they want to back, I told him, I want to take you to Accra, the whole family. I brought he rented a place for him. Put him in the church he was working here. I did that because he's a righteous man and yeah. I wanted a righteous man's reward. Hallelujah. Amen. And this is so deep. It takes an understanding heart. Amen. Do not challenge the authority of your pastor. No, challenge the authority of a pastor. 
You may have an opinion or suggestion. And I said, Yeah, don't go and challenge his authority. Oh, Pastor, Pastor, you are lying. You are lying. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because the pastor was put there by God. So when you challenge his authority, you are challenging the authority of God. If a government puts a DC there, and then you go and challenge his authority. You move him from office. You lock his office. Because you perceive some wrongdoings. It is the authority of the president and the state you are challenging. If you challenge a policeman, you got hold of his dress, you tear it, slap him, that is a serious offense. Irrespective of what the policeman did, it is the authority of the state because that uniform it's for the state. It's not for the policeman. So if you touch it, you are fighting against the state. Hallelujah. Amen. The same way that you may have your opinion, fine. But it does not give you the audacity. Let's read Numbers 12, 1 going. Then Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. So they said, Has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? The issue here, Moses had married an Ethiopian woman, Moses. an African woman, and it became an issue between Aaron. Aaron was Moses' senior brother, but God has made him a prophet. And Miriam also was a prophetess. It became an issue. Moses acquired Ethiopia Diba, and I would never Aaron. And a prophetess, and I would do for by Miriam. Only Aaron, after he acquired a son, Amaon, said Moses, Akoware. They look at the skin of the African woman. But they forgotten that Moses ran to a median. Median is Southern Sudan. They are very dark, even the Nas, very, very dark. And Jethro was also an African. 
gave the daughter and it became an issue no so if you read carefully Moses sent um, the wife back because it was no 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 African woman African woman why not why not among the children of Israel Amen. Amen. And that is why Jethro had to bring Moses and the sons back. Because it became a hot issue. And God had it. Amen. 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 And let's hear what God said. So they said, now they are quoting, have God indeed spoken only through Moses? Is it Moses only God spoke through that he has married an African woman? Moses is Is it only Moses? Is God also not speaking through us that Moses was wrong to marry an African woman? Amen. 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 So they were putting words in the mouth of God. Because, you know, God has said they should not intermarry no intermarried you know marry other other nations and Moses had married an African woman so they thought I mean they can quote from God amen verse 4 now let me let me go to the verse two. So they said, "Has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? Has He not spoken through us also?" And the Lord heard it. Everybody said, "The Lord heard it." And the Lord heard it. Whatever you say about the man of God or about the pastor, the Lord will hear it. Now the man Moses was very humble. More than all men who were on the face of the earth. Moses was a stammerer. You know, he cannot talk. So everything, he just become quiet. Moses, not put the door until we can say, and to be Amen. 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 Then the Lord came down in the pillar of clouds and stood in the door of the tabernacle. And call Aaron and Miriam. They both went forward. Then he said, Hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in vision. I speak to him in a dream. 
Not so with my servant Moses. He's faithful in all my house. He's faithful in all my house. I spoke with him, uh, sorry, I speak with him face to face. Even plainly. Not in dark sayings. And he sees the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Amen. Amen. So, you don't honor a man of God by speaking, or your pastor by speaking against you. Point number three. You honor your pastor by defending him or her against verbal and physical assault. When somebody is insulting him. When somebody is verbally assaulting him. You have to defend. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And that's a mark of someone who honors the man of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And I've seen God, I mean, honoring people like that. Even in this church, there are some um, pastors I went somewhere and people were and they will stand out and speak. May God continue to strengthen them. May God continue to bless them. Second Timothy chapter 4 14 to 17. 2 Timothy 4. 14 to 17. Alexander the copper smith did me much harm. Alexander May the Lord repay him according to his works. You also must be aware of him. For he has greatly resisted our ways. At my first defense, no one stood with me, but all forsook me. May it not be charged against them. Amen. Seventeen. But the Lord stood with me and strengthened me so that the message might be preached fully through me and that all the Gentiles might hear. Also, I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. You know, Paul was brought before uh, Caesar and he gave his defense 
And all the Christians ran away. Those who were working with Paul, everybody, hey, if, if they get... And there was rumor that they are going to send Paul to go and face the lion. You know, they released the lions. And, and, but Paul prayed and the Lord saved the situation. Or the Paulo, Paul, Ebejina, yes, Caesar, and Nemo. Ah, Natchez, I'm going to go to the house. Ah, Natchez, I'm going to go to the house. Now, I'm going to go to the house. Now, so Paulo, Ebo, Empire, Nerade, Ejeno. God of miracles, signs and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs, and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs, and wonders is a must-read. Grab your copy now. supernatural faith to raise the dead and jesus said as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons in this book bishop adamansa whom god has used to raise nine people from the dead shares his experiences and that of other men of god like archbishop benson idahosa Bishop Adiaminsah challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. Acts 17.5 But the Jews who were not persuaded becoming envious took some of the evil men from the marketplace and gathering a mob set all the city in an uproar and attacked those the house of Jason and sought to bring him out of the people. Jason had hosted Saul at Paul yes. and, and some Jews in the city were not happy with Paul so they went to attack Jason. Jason now I give Paul or who or someone or not a bit of my nature said oh and yeah bray I know one then or quite a quarter share Jason and so and Jason was beating 
because of because of the drug Jason into the city rulers and their charge was these were the men who have turned the world upside down and they have come here they are troublemakers Amen. Amen. So sometimes in defending your pastor, you can also get beaten. Hallelujah. Amen. May God deliver you from such people. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. <laughs> Point number four, the last but one. Honor your pastor or pastors by praying for them and blessing them with good words. You have to honor them with good words. Pray for them. Paul said, pray for us. Second Thessalonians 3. Verse 1. Finally, brethren, pray for us. That the word of the Lord may run swiftly and be glorified. If a pastor preach and the word will really bless people, it depends on the prayer of the congregation. So, one of the duty of a good Christian is to pray for the pastors. Yesterday I was I was in the funeral of my brother-in-law and I had to look, I had to do this teaching while I was sitting through the funeral. Verse 2, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. Wicked men can attack pastors anyhow. People can say things. Amen. Amen. You know, especially if you're a pastor, you drive a good car. Oh, he's, he's eating the church's money. Oh, a pastor living in a good house. Oh, he's in the church money. People don't know what pastors go through. Amen. Amen. I write books for the church and everything, all the proceeds I give to the church. I've been doing that since. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And because of that, God uses other sources to bless me. Amen. 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 Amen.
Amen. Amen. Yes, the church hub. I mean, I worked in this church uh, when we started ministry. Some of you don't know that I was doing business. Bram, if you're free, I assume you by day, I say, Nipper Bibri, Nim said, Name, yeah, a Juma, a Hurubi. Why, you know, we, I used to hold deliverance Tuesdays and uh, was it Thursday or Saturday? I'm here delivering I will come to all night here. The following morning, I go to Lagos. With plane. People don't know this. Amen. Amen. And I'll buy equipment. Not with the church money, my own money. And supply to churches. So, from 89 to almost 10 years, I did not take salary from church. I rent places for pastors. They were being paid, but my, I myself, no. I was renting my own place. The last place, um, you know, how many of you remember I used to live at South Odoko? That was the last place I rented and the church, when it expired, the church paid for another two years. Amen. Amen. And I was doing all these things. I remember I bought a car for Pastor Samoa, but I never bought a car for myself. Because I always say I have grace. I have grace. No, I don't Amen. Amen. And I was doing business. And it was a good business. Amen. Amen. One day I preached in the all night. And God spoke to me. I heard clearly. I had bought my ticket. Said, from today, stop. And I I'm focused on the work. But I, I disobeyed because I said, Oh God, this is about the ticket, so the last but one. The last but one. I prayed, I prayed, I remember. I remember my wife said, If God has spoken, why don't you stop? And I make sign. I said, Oh, this is the last one. And I went to Lagos, and that time I bought about 10 sets of musical instruments. You know, sometimes you want to live by your own mind. Came to Lagos Airport. Then I missed the plane. So I have to sleep overnight. When I wake up, all the things were gone. 
They stole it. Including my passport. My passport. My Bible. Everything. I had the few money on me. I have to, you know, I didn't have a passport. I have to buy a ticket. And then it is God who brought me back. I remember when I came, my wife said, I told you. I told. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The point I'm making is that, and, and, and I have books on internet. Internet and so and so. Books. Software. If you want to buy any of my books, you buy them in dollars. Pastors today, many of them don't just depend on what it comes from the church. Amen. Amen. That's why today we have many pastors who work and they rise through the rock. It takes burden from the church. It takes burden. Amen. Amen. So you honor them with good work. Thank you for your message, Pastor. I'm blessed today by your message. Oh, you are the best pastor. I'm so proud of you. These words you don't pay, but it will go a long way to encourage your pastor. It will make the pastor work very hard. Hallelujah. Amen. And the last one, Amen. Amen. Honoring your pastor with good deeds can lead to major breakthroughs in life, marriage, Family, ministry, and church. First Corinthians chapter nine. Corinto Fumwe de Catin Crow Chapter nine verses eleven to thirteen. If we have sown spiritual things for you, is it, is it a great thing if we reap your material things? Sometimes people don't value spiritual things. Because spiritual things you cannot put values on it. I wrote my first book. Walking in the power of God. 
The book was printed in Canada. Amen. Amen. And there was a program, a seminar, a conference. And our conference is here. A pastor friend, Bishop Thomas, you've been here before, yes. invited me. So for Madame Fubi, Bishop Thomas, and not to me. And then he invited Mike Mudok, Dr. Mike Mudok. And not to Dr. Mudok. Dr. Mudok is big in America. So for Mudok, we are power America, Memo. Amen. Amen. I was doing the morning session. Mike Mudok was doing the evening one. Enti ano panu ishi amono na me na me ye na asofu Mike Mudok so aye nyumre die. They set my stand. Enti with my picture and my books. Odi mjuba die bi ano odi si ba bi ena odi. And Doctor Mike Mudok's own and his books. Doctor Mudok so die so si ba bi ano so ne huma hura wachro. They bought ten thousands of Doctor. Mike Mudok's book. Doctor Mudok, Plane was bringing them just like that. My own, they bought after the whole conference. They bought four books. Doctor Mudok and I were in a Hilton hotel. Very posh hotel in Canada. So my host was trying to encourage me. So, you know, nobody knows you, but um, with time, with time. So Dr. Mike Mudok um, met me and he said, my, uh, some of his staff, he said, uh, they've been hearing your message and what they are telling me. I mean, the things that you are teaching. And I was so inspired. And uh, so for my commander, I said, when I, I went to the hotel, I was just lying down. And I know how God, when God is speaking to me audibly, it comes like a cloud, you know, and stood over me. And he spoke and said, take an offering. Go and give to Mike Mudok. Let him pray over your books. And Abraham drew hotel on him. She said, Radin and Mekasa. Now, after near Radin, I can say, Amen. Amen. I took $2,000. I had $2,400 in my pocket. I took it, went to him, knelt down, and he prayed for me. The conference came to an end. I came to our church in the U.S., Maryland. When I got bound, the pastor there said, there's a woman who has been calling that he, he wants to speak to you. 
and I saw for one say, Oh, baby, oh, offer a person or no casa. So you said, You all kind of say, I got the call, and the woman said, Somebody brought a copy of your book. I work with the UN, and they brought a copy of the book. Everybody in office wants a copy. Where can we get the copy? And you know, I normally at the end, you know, at the back of the book, I put all our foreign offices number there. So I said, how many copies? Said, send 200. I will, I will bring you the check. Amen. Amen. Put value on spiritual things. Amen. Amen. When he got it, he called against it, bring 600 copies. When I came to Ghana here, I used to send it to UN. UN office. I, I, I don't know what they were doing with the books. My wife is my witness. Sometimes I send 2,000 copies. The books in Ghana here, I didn't sell about 1,000 copies. But we sent 2,000, 2,000 more. Look, out of one book, you see that my house standing. I started it within six months. I finished building that house. Uh, Put spiritual value on things. And uh, God will let you reap big time. Uh, Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. In Second Kings, First uh, Kings seven, ten to five. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, indeed a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup. You know, let me, Elijah, Elijah was at somewhere. God said, go to Zarephath. I've asked a widow to take care of you. That's very funny. Elijah, I was there. I was Zarephath. Mama, I He met the woman, and God said, that's the woman. He said, woman, bring me water. When the woman go, he called again, not only water, uh, add some benku and some okra soap, you know. Man of God, you don't know my situation. This is the last condo I have. I'm going to prepare Banku and, and, and then eat with my son. 
Amen. Sometimes it may be your last. But if you are not a man of God with it, it will become plenty. I say it will become plenty. Hallelujah. Amen. I was just telling you about that, my book. From that book, I preach. I had never preached in white only churches. I got white a church, 2,000 white oak. I was the only black. It's very intimidating. If I when you are preaching and you look around, you don't see anyone black like you. So this woman obeyed. And for three and a half years, this woman had a miraculous provision. The condo, anytime you go, there is some. He will take it, he will come, the barrel is full. Why others were starving? There was a divine provision. I see divine provision coming. I see a divine provision. That is part of a prophet's reward. In Nigeria, I've been sharing this testimony, but I want to. I was transferred to a village. Um, and the archbishop, the late archbishop Benson, that was prayed for me. And I saw for penny a bomb mommy. And you know that also is a test. If you are pastor and so they transfer you to certain places. And also, I saw here. Oh, for maybe what they call baby for. If you are not careful, so why here? You may lose it. Oh, no, I won't go. He prayed for me. Hallelujah. Amen. And from that, I went. The mission house was made, uh, the floor was made of clay. The bed was made of clay. How many of you have seen a bed made with clay? Amen. Amen. And you know, I had married noon, and uh, my wife looked at the place, she was depressed. But I remember the man of God spoke to me and said, whatever you need have been paid for. I went around town and saw the most beautiful house at that time. That's how they have locked it. While I was looking, an old lady came out and said, sir, what are you looking for? I said, who is the owner of this house? He said, it's my son. Send a message to him. The man who is supposed to live in the house has come. 
Amen. Amen. The man came. And then he said, uh, Pastor, I've heard that you, you, you want to rent the place. Amen. Amen. I thank God that uh, there's a brother here. He's been there. I think it's Kwanza here. Can you? Yes. He visited me at that house. Already Amen. Amen. The man gave me the house. I lived there free of charge. The room, sofa, everything, gas, stove, everything. But watch this. The daughter of the woman, that is the bra- uh, sister of the landlord. I mean, he was married and for eight years was not having children. I told him before I leave this house, you will have a chance. Two weeks to the time I was finally coming to Ghana. So the woman was not pregnant. So the mother came. The lady is called Dockers. The mother came. It's a pastor. You've lied to us. You said before you go. Dockers will have a child. And, and you are leaving. And this is Dockers. I said, oh, Dockers is pregnant. He said, how did you know? Go and check it. When they went and checked it, Dockers was three months pregnant. He gave birth to a boy. And named the boy Nosakaye. Nusakaya means what God said. You know, about three years ago, the boy came from Nigeria. He was here. He came here. How many people? He came. He said, he have heard so much about me and he want to come in. It's part of the prophet reward. The landlord, the landlord himself, he used to be a chain smoker. One day I came, he has, I mean, he was there to visit the mother. He was blowing cigar. I said, hey, Mr. Dubo. Who asked you to smoke in my house? You don't have my right. You can't do that. He said, oh, I'm sorry. He put down the cigarette and stepped on it. I said, Mr. Duval, that is not enough. Kneel down. Let me pray for you. Today you will receive Christ. He lifted his hands and received Christ. When he went back to worry, the wife, everybody celebrated. He became a pastor. 
He built a ministry. You see the prophet reward. He built a ministry. He died, I think, about two years ago. In fact, the son was consecrated as a bishop of the church, I think, last week or somewhere. All lady was living with three young girls. One of them is called Yogama. She was very quiet. Anytime I'm talking, she will look at me. Yogama is now a pastor in a church in Germany. And sometimes I go to his her Facebook page and the things he said. The other day, my wife said, Wow, that is part of what? A prophet reward. Docas now had eight children. That is part of the prophet reward. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you are led to bless your pastor with a car, do it. God will give you a better car. When you are led to bless your pastor, you know, here, I don't describe as any of the pastors here. You know, sometimes people want to give something to the pastor. They want to come and take, I said, if you can even buy a plane for any of the pastors, once you are led, me, it's it's not a bother to me at all. But the principle is that God will bless you big time. And may God, when you have that understanding, God can do amazing things, can open the. Look here, I sit here, are people who have other ministries. They come and sow seed. Big, some I don't even know. You can find out from Reverend now. People I don't know, they will just call, I want to come and sow a seed to the man of God. I don't know. But I pray for them and they go back and testimonies. So the same thing. Paul said, not that I desire a gift. Not that I desire a gift. That you may have a fruit. There are so many things locked up in your life. It can come out by sowing a seed. And that is why pastor's appreciation, you have to take it serious. It's not only to me, but all the pastors here. Let's come and honor them and God will remember you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Now lift up your hands. Let's pray. Father, we pray. We are grateful to you for your word is so powerful. Lord, even as we come to honor our pastors next week, whatever we have, may you, God, bless it make it happen. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.